You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to the international, the international, international the international positive podcast, podcast network. network. What happens is a bunch of um guys sit around in a circle, and there's a guy in the center of the room with a giant bucket of water, and inside that bucket of water, he has. A inside of a um, pantyhose. Very ceremonial pantyhose. (laughs) Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is Cuatro de Mayo 2015. (laughs) This is episode one of season four. This week, we are sponsored by Unix-based systems, compies, and life, which uh, finds a way. All right. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, it's good to, good to see you guys again. We should, we should record hi, hi a bunch of times and then hi. put it in like right after hi. that, so it sounds like everybody's saying hello back to Andrew. Hi. hi. You should just do the, <laughs> the, you need to do the cheers like when everyone walks in. There's no Yeah, Andrew, I love you. <laughs> I'm also joined by Adam, not David Sedaris Anderson. In case you have been confused, we just want to clear that up. Yeah. I did I did go to see David Sedaris yesterday in SL, in Salt Lake City. And that was possible because you are not him. Right. Unless maybe you like got a mirror or something, but that's a weird no, no. roundabout way of saying that. But he's just yeah, been on my mind so. recently. And I can't get over the fact that he wore culottes on stage while he was reading. Mm. And that just like, he's my hero now. <laughs> are you going to, are you going to do I'm, it? Are you going to wear I culottes? Are you wearing culottes right now? I can't pull off culottes. Mm. If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues and we move to the next question. I have today's first question. So I'm going to tell it to you. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, that was a little bit too much information. <laughs> Do Are I have a choice? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You, oh, just get ready. I want you to be ready. Please don't be weird. My question is: What lesson does life keep trying to teach you? I feel like having the first answer of the new season is like a lot of pressure right now. Mm. Yeah, you, you should because you introduced. You're kind of setting the pace for the I know. whole thing. You know, like not only this show, but for the entire season. And you introduced um, this segment by saying hilarity hopefully ensues. And unfortunately, my answer is decidedly not hilarious. Mm. Don't worry, we'll make fun of you. It'll be funny. Okay, good, awesome. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's just let's just be sad. Um, <laughs> Basically, life is trying to teach me that failure is okay, and I just needed to be able to deal with it. Because you just can't succeed? Or you you just keep failing? (laughs) Yeah, I did poorly in my classes this semester. Oh, man, I'm sorry. So when you say you did poorly, are you one of those those buttheads that's like, oh, man, this semester totally kicked my butt. Oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to get my GPA back up. And you look at it, and it's like they got, like, two A minuses, and they're really upset about that. And one B or something. Yeah. <laughs> All the rest is A, A plus, 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 plus. So I got a B plus. A. Mm-hmm. And a B minus. Okay. Okay. And three Ds. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Triple D. I don't know how your school works, but I think you have to take those classes over again. I do, in fact. <laughs> okay. So. Oh no. So, um. So yeah. I mean, like, it's. Are you gonna blame this this podcast? I think you should. <laughs> I think we we're responsible for that. I think we should take responsibility. I mean, like, of all, what do you of think, all Andrew? the things I could blame this podcast for, that was not one of them. <laughs> are you, Are you on academic probation now? No, I'm not. Um. But I am because I mean, here's the decidedly like not funny part isn't just the fact that I pretty much failed my classes, but I'm pretty sure it's because like this semester I started struggling with depression, which is just like, hey, let's be a little bit too honest here. And um, the, sh- the first show of the season went to a very sour place. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's failing. Adam's failing. He's um, got depression. Andy's depressed. So. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Um, do you want to talk about? I mean, while we're on the subject, to talk about how your how your uh, 
your your dog died that you had for ten years. <laughs> my dog's alive still, unless my unless oh. my mom hasn't told me because she's like, oh, that'll just make him more sad. Um, well, this is uncomfortable. Um, no, I don't know you know this, but we talk to your mom all the time. <laughs> look, look, me and your mom just um, we wanted to tell you, but we didn't think this was the right time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, back back to so you got to take some classes again. So you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna next next time you take that class, you're gonna freaking be the best student of that I know, class. Right? Like you know what I mean? You're gonna be like, I already know. I mean, this. like I'm, I'm trying to look at the silver lining, which is basically just like, yeah, I failed at something, but it's not like I didn't try. Like it's not like I just gave up. You know? Yeah. It's like I still gave a hundred percent. It's just that my hundred percent this semester is like ten percent of what it was. <laughs> Is is that really the bright side of things? Because I feel better when I'm like, I failed, but I really didn't try, so I feel okay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm that's how you justify. I'm still it. smart. I just didn't try. <laughs> I could have done it, but I didn't want to. Well, I just I don't like I don't like the phrase "could have." Like, oh, I could have done better. Like, I couldn't have done better, and so this is what I get. You know, I think that's a good attitude. But I can do better next semester, right? Yep, I think so. You know, and if it if it consoles you at all. Uh, just, just, just know that I took, um, what, what course, I can't remember what course it was, but it was basically a college level algebra course. I ended up taking it, uh, four times. So, so there you go. <laughs> no, and I, mean, I just feel like life is trying to teach me that basically everyone needs one big old failure in their life and then it builds character. It's so good I'm, for you. Do you feel, do you feel like you have increased character? I feel strongly characterized by the author of my life. <laughs> nice. Isn't that you? This this semester's really fleshed your character. It really has. I'm I'm like mm. I'm like Calvin, except if he had gone outside and done chores and built character. Mm. Sounds good, Andrew. <laughs> what lesson does life keep trying to teach you? Um, that people aren't thinking about me as often as I think they are. <laughs> oh man! And what I mean by that is not that like oh they're just like, but I think people in general. I always I, I'm always self aware of who I am and the things I do. And I continually relearn the fact that people are more concerned about themselves, like I am about myself. Nobody's paying attention. <laughs> no one's paying attention or cares. And, and I think I can look. Hold on, hold on. I got to write okay, this what? down. Why is that? Because <laughs> it's a good lesson. Okay. That's, a good lesson. <laughs> I always, that's why I always find people who care a lot about what other people think amusing. Uh-huh. Because because I think I learned that lesson way early on that like people are just not paying attention. People don't pay attention. It's not that they're stupid or they're selfish or self-involved. It's just like the level of attention that I pay is not normal. And I assumed it was. So I assumed everyone's like that. But yeah, turns out they're not. <laughs> and I think that's the problem because I like I pay attention to like everything and everyone like kind of kind of similar to you, I guess. Yeah. And so like I I recognize when like people are like like doing something differently or or whatever so i'm like i'm super aware of that so i assume other people care too about the things that i do but that is not true no it's not it, it reminds me when, when i was like when you're like in elementary school and you have like a little hole in your pants you're like oh man everyone can see my underwear now <laughs> and then like when you're in high school and college you're like man people just do not care <laughs> uh, my my problem with learning that lesson is that i am kind of hyper aware of other people like i'm extremely judgmental like i'll i'll see strangers and then make up reasons to hate them <laughs> so i just assume that's what everyone does but apparently just not. sitting there in class fuming at some people i know they they're probably a misogynist <laughs> <laughs> he has a ponytail you know what that means they probably kick their dog <laughs> I think the corollary to the nobody cares thing, like an like a really interesting part of that is that you once you really realize that, you realize how much you could really get away with. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I my experience lately with a lot of things is to realize that things I was stressing out about that I was like busting my my butt over trying to get, you know, to improve and do better, like obsessing over Nobody really cares. I can I can pretty much do what I want, and it's and it's it's okay. Especially in like a work or school environment, that's an amazing thing to learn. Yeah, exactly. That you can that you can like 
show up late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you can basically walk like that you could go probably anywhere. And if you just have the right attitude, you can walk into whatever room you want or do whatever you oh, definitely. want. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. More it's, so in Idaho because all the doors are unlocked and you can just walk in and start watching TV. <laughs> like, hey, do I know you? I'm like, yeah, I'm friends with your roommate. And they just sit and let you watch TV for hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's one of my like, do you guys have like these public fantasies where you're just like, this is how I want to experiment with the public. But it's just you you've never done it. Yeah. Do you guys mm-hmm. have those? One of my public fantasies is to just see how many places I can walk into that I'm not supposed to be in if I just like hold a clipboard or something. <laughs> <laughs> like if you just walk with your face forward, yeah, just eye on the prize, holding a clipboard, nobody's really going to ask you. As questions. long as you're wearing a suit, you can go anywhere as long as you're walking pretty quickly. Yeah, and just frown yeah. a little bit like you're judging everything. <laughs> like like this is an evaluation. Like you're smug and superior. See, my favorite thing to do is try to um, not necessarily annoy people, but offend people as much as possible before they like confront me about it. So like, like to see what the, to test their breaking yeah, point. As, it's really as a, bad. As a corollary but, to that, I like to make friends. Oh, okay. No, I like I like friends too, but like sometimes it's just like I wonder how loud I can get my music before someone tells me to stop. <laughs> like test their niceness because <laughs> i'm like super chill about yeah. it. I'm like oh man sorry it's so loud let me turn it down and i'm like 20 minutes write it down <laughs> or like what are the what are those people that you have decided is a horrible person you're like i'm going to annoy that person that way they'll react to me and i'll know that they're a horrible person no i don't do that oh so everyone who's listening to this show who's always had a beef against andrew <laughs> who was like he kind of bugs me guess what it was on purpose. He's been pranking you this whole time. That's probably half true. The other half is I'm also pretty annoying. So, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, all right. <laughs> you put me in an awkward space. I'm joking. Um, the lesson that life keeps trying to teach me is it's an acronym that a friend of ours that we all know, Lance, mm. who is a, a wise, a wise uh, shaman, if you if you will. Well, he is Native American, so he is. <laughs> so he's pretty wise. <laughs> It's G-O-Y-A, and it stands for Get Over Yourself, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> I say it to myself a lot. <laughs> but it's funny because all, funny because all three of us- he uses it so much, and half the time it doesn't even apply to me. He'll tell someone else G-O-Y-A, and they understand <laughs> that they're being like me, and they need to get over themselves. <laughs> oh. See, I, I saw that in the in the show notes, and I thought it was just like a Dragon Ball Z character or something. I thought, I thought it was the beans, the Mexican beans. Goya. I, was like, Goya beans? I, I really don't know what that means. Goya brand. Frijoles. I mean, if we want to apply it to other people, we could say it's get over yourself already. Get over yourself already. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I think like the, the truth of it is that a lot of times life is teaching me that things um, that that I just need to like stop to not be selfish that makes sense to not and i always find like really unique and benevolent ways to be selfish is the thing you're really you're really good at it (laughs) like i think i find some way around it to justify finding new ways to be (laughs) self-centered you're a pioneer Aaron. (laughs) yeah yeah i'm really a thought leader a thomas edison of just egomania <laughs> it's like a subtle thing, but it's funny because Lance noticed. Like that, I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't notice that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I come off that way. Maybe I don't know. But it's yeah. It's well, I mean, funny you do have a podcast, so um, yeah. I'm really opinionated, and sometimes I let my opinions get in the way of like your your character. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it life tells me to get over myself. That's it. All over and over again. G-O-Y-A. So, hey, if you know, if, if you ever find me being a jerk, you can just tell me G-O-Y-A. That's the name of our other and podcast. Our <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> new podcast, G-O-Y-A. Yeah, that's our sister gonna, podcast on the IPPN. Hmm. All right. So my question is, how much money and or power would it take to corrupt you? So I'm first, and the answer is not very much. <laughs> So I have to ask you what what level of corruption are we talking about? Like like 
stealing or are we going all the way to murder? Okay, so I, I want to – let's break it down to a couple levels. Let's say the first level is how much money would it take for you to reach into a dirty toilet and grab it out of the bowl? And level two is how much money would it take for you to steal something? And level three is how much money would it take for you to murder someone who okay, does like not this. deserve it, an innocent person? I like this. Uh, I like this scale. Man, this is getting. This intense. is like okay. So the toilet is anything over a twenty, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a dirty toilet with like a, a turd in it. Yeah, when, when there's there's pee pee in the middle. <laughs> I stand by my twenty. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> really? With your bare hands, no gloves, by the way. Like it has to be subnet. It has to be a little bit like anything less than that, like a one or a five or even a ten. Would be like I don't know. I don't think so. But at 20, I'd be like, dude, I got to freaking find some gloves somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah, if I had gloves, I'd do it for like five. <laughs> like, There's no gloves. Whatever. No gloves allowed. Like you there have no to gloves? fully submerge your hand in sewage water. Oh, yeah, 20 probably. <laughs> it's just I can wash my hands. I'm not too worried about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the other one, what, what was the other level? Stealing? From stealing, stealing is the second level. Does it have to be someone who's innocent, like from like a... So I can't like rob some mobsters or something. Yeah, it's it's not somebody who deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Uh, but what if they really do? It would have to be a lot of money and I'd have to... Enough money where I could like forget my terrible actions. Like a thousand dollars? I was going to say like 10,000, but okay. 10,000. Okay. I know at least not have to pay rent for a year or two or something. <laughs> How much? $10,000. Andrew wow. would go to hell for $10,000. <laughs> that's how much your soul is worth yep. huh? there's a price tag on it and everything <laughs> so so then what about the killing somebody? i would have to have so a like, lot of money like a million dollars <laughs> it has to be more than a million dollars it'd have to be like 200 million or something like that <laughs> you're not even you're not even gonna go to a billion you're just like 200 million Burn forever. No, let's be honest. Like, if someone's offering me, let's be realistic. <laughs> let's be realistic. If someone's offering me a billion dollars to kill someone, I'm not seeing that money. They're gonna murder me. <laughs> it's just, I just know how they're just throwing out the biggest number. Yeah, they can if somebody at that offers point. you a billion dollars to kill somebody, they're just gonna pay somebody else like a million to kill you. Yeah, someone with less uh, scruples than uh, me and my two hundred million. Like, I just, I'm interested in, in hearing you defend this. Like, why $200 million? Like, why would you do it at all? Well, well, the thing is, is you didn't say, I'm not going to be that guy and say, no amount of money could make me do that. Because, like, it would have to be like, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, like, nothing bad would happen to you if you turned this down. You just don't get $200 million. I don't know. I just... <laughs> like I, I don't have like a like a deep answer for you. I'm like this is just where I'm at in my life right now, Adam. This is where this is where it's you like, me- met me. I could really use two hundred million dollars. You know, if the thought of not having to work for the rest of my life makes me start to consider to ending someone else's. <laughs> I just really hate work. Is what the- <laughs> I'm a little frightened now. I don't know if my answers to this question are going to make anything like be any more interesting. Because so, okay, so toilet, toilet wise. No gloves, remember. No gloves. I, I, it, you know what? No, okay. I, now that I really think, before I was thinking about it, I was like, maybe just a little bit more than Andrew. But now that I think about it, like, sometimes I blow like a hundred bucks on something really stupid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I bought like 50 bucks worth of jerky on Amazon the other day. Dude, that's an investment though. That increases in value. It is. It's freaking delicious. <laughs> um, I you know what? Like it have to be like a hundred bucks. I think. Really? I think I could watch as like fifty dollars gets flushed down the. Really? Brain. Wow. I could. Man, you just must have more money than me. Money's not important to me. I'd probably reach in there. I'd probably reach in there for a fiver. Honestly. Really? I think I, I think I cried once watching a Pez dispenser get flushed down the toilet. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, that's different. Like, I, I can wash my hands. Yeah, but I. <laughs> it's funny because I bet out of the three of us, I am the least cleanly. Like I, I am the most like dirty, not washing my hands, not be, like you know what I mean. I'm not like overly obsessed with cleanliness, but I still wouldn't do that. What if? What if it was? What if it was a clean toilet? Like you just flush the toilet. I don't care if how clean the toilet is. It's the turd floating. No, no, no. Like you just flush the toilet. 
and then you drop a f- like you drop some money in there. Oh yeah, I for for like and dollar. Yeah, that doesn't bug me. So I have to tell a story real quick. Okay. So last semester, mm. we had a roommate. You killed someone for two hundred million dollars. That's how you no, know. No man, I wouldn't. I would not be here, man. That's how he knows his price. <laughs> but <laughs> that's how I know because of experience. But no. So this roommate, he was kind of weird, and he really really didn't talk to us. And I'm pretty sure he was smoking pot all the time in his room. So we're like, this guy's weird. Or normal. Or just a costume. <laughs> or normal, yeah. But anyway, so he, he would he would like never wash his hands after he used the bathroom. Mm. And I'm like, dude, you should probably wash your hands. That's kind of gross. And he's like, oh man, I just I just went to pee. I just I didn't touch anything. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. That's still gross. So I started um started rubbing my my butt on the doorknob. <laughs> so even if he didn't was this a, some sort of like petty revenge or Yeah, this is this is like I didn't even tell him. Like was was this in, you just secretly rubbed your butt on you the You would rub arms. you would you it, was it your bare cheek? Yeah, it was just my bare cheek. <laughs> like I didn't get like all, all up in there or anything like that. But I was just cuz it was like where I take a shower so I was like I might as well take advantage of them while I wait for the water to warm up. <laughs> just so I could know that when he washes didn't wash his hands, I'm like, dude, man, you got butt on you. I'm bored in my butt itches, so I may as well get this weird little <laughs> bit of revenge. This really ties in greatly to my last. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. This isn't about your roommate's cleanliness. This is about you wanting to to put that doorknob on your butt. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, it happened like on accident to begin with. I was like, wait a minute. On accident. Right. Hey, you know what? This is my story. You can't <laughs> sarcastically suggest other things. Right, right. Right. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So this this really speaks volumes of the last question I answered too, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um as far as killing anybody, okay, wait, what was the next level up from the toilet? I'm stealing from someone. No, I I have a follow-up question for Andrew though. How much oh. money would it take for you to put your roommate's hand in your mouth after he had just gone to the bathroom? It would have to be a lot of money. <laughs> More or less than $200 million. Well, I would, it'd, it'd probably be less than $200 million. <laughs> but it wouldn't be less than $100,000. Hmm. I'm learning all kinds of stuff now. <laughs> all right. So and- about me and the fact that. My desire to not work is way more than my cleanliness or my desire to hurt other people. <laughs> uh, yes. So, Aaron, <laughs> okay. All right. Back to Aaron. Yeah. The le- level number two is stealing something from someone who doesn't deserve it. Uh, I couldn't do it. Honestly, I could, I can steal like a Sammy, like a sandwich. That's, that's what, that's what the cool kids call it. <laughs> Just for our listeners who aren't as cool as me and didn't understand that. Um, I could steal like a taco or a burrito or something, you know, like I could like, if they left like a bag of M&Ms somewhere, I could steal some M&Ms. So you're saying that your limit is 65 cents. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I just think like I can't steal money. Yeah. And it has to be something that's, that's like edible. (laughs) I think a long time ago, I came up with a plan of what I would do if I was homeless. Like (laughs) I would just, I would go into a Taco Bell or some other, you know, similar place. And I just kind of like hang around like while it was really busy. And then they would just like throw, because I mean, they just throw the food on the counter and be like, order number, whatever. And then they just walk away. You just pick it up up and leave. I mean, who's going to stop a homeless man walking with food? Uh, excuse me, that's mine. Thank you for buying me food, sir. You're so Excuse kind. me, sir. That's mine is like, and I don't have a house. And then you just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the next time you're not going to be able to get to that place. You know what I mean? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to go back. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the downfall. Of that At least plan. three or four times. <laughs> Got to rotate. Well, I mean, I feel like you could just do this like as you're meandering across the country. What do you think homeless people do? I think they just walk <laughs> from one side of the country to the other. No. Is that not, not what, what they, they do? do. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what I would do if I was homeless. I think there are parts of the country you want to be in when you're homeless yeah. and parts of the country you don't want to be in when you're like, no homeless person wants to be in Minnesota in the well, winter. Well, I'm not no. saying they go to Michigan. Like- I'm not saying they go north and south, the east and west. So I, like from Southern mm. California to Florida or something. There's a whole lot of emptiness. In yeah, the there's middle, a, there's a, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hitchhiking from like L.A. 
to to Phoenix. Um, all right, but like from Phoenix to like Dallas, that's a long way. Especially if you're not <laughs> in, in between, a there's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I would do a lot of wandering if I was homeless. I would just go up and down California coast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, that anyway. Hey, we should move on to another question. I'm assuming, Aaron, that you wouldn't murder anyone. Yeah, I wouldn't murder anybody. I couldn't, I couldn't, no. I can't, I couldn't ever, I don't even like, like, hitting people. Like, I don't get angry. I don't think I could. What if they deserved it? What if they were a bad person? Um. What if killing that person was going to save other people, innocent lives? <laughs> oh, great. Like, what if? Like, unless, unless a voice came from the heavens <laughs> saying, Aaron. I command you to kill this man. Like, what if it was Osama bin Laden? I like it's not my job. Like, I don't feel like that's my place. I'm a pacifist, guys. Well, did Adam answer his own question? I mean, like, I kind of did, but I mean, yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. We kind of like mixed I, them all I would, up. I would, I would reach into a toilet for a fiver. I think I already said that, and then <laughs> I probably wouldn't steal anything unless I was homeless. Like, but and if I was homeless, I would steal like food, probably. Would you kill somebody? For money. No, I wouldn't kill somebody for money. Why am okay. I the... That's a, you guys just set me up with this question. That's what happened. I asked everyone this question. I'm like honestly trying to think of it. And they're like, no, let's set up Andrew so he sounds like he's a terrible person. No. It's, no, it's the thing is you are the a only terrible person. who made you sound like a terrible person was that. you. You're, no. you're the one who said you would kill someone for $200 million. No, because I was really thinking it. There's no... That can't be the answer. It's like, no, I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, no. <laughs> No, you're lying. I can't believe you would do it. That's all I'm saying. I really would not do that. I mean, you had to really put yourself in that situation mentally. I did, and I I've decided no. Here's the thing: I wouldn't like really do those things ever. I got to save my. F- so you're just a liar. I'm just a liar. Is what you're saying. Um, <laughs> right. So you were just lying to make you seem more honest than us. Yes. Look how that backfired. <clears throat> you know, I'm just saying. So apparently, we know that Andrew will lie for free. Doesn't he? We don't even have to pay. <laughs> It's really easy. I don't think you guys understand it's for that podcast money. I don't think I don't think people understand how easy and effective it is just to lie sometimes. <laughs> I, I feel bad, but it's just like it's just the easiest way to go about being a human being. Honest people really are suckers. <laughs> Cuz like they go through all this work. When you could just lie. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. <laughs> and if they do, they're probably a liar too, so they won't call you out. Mom, if you're listening, I just want you to know that I do not condone this action. Okay, so my question. Um, what would be the most embarrassing question for your future children to ask you about your past? And I think Aaron is first. I think that question would come up because they would find a picture that I have. And I don't know why there's photographic evidence of this. And I wanted to to get it to share with you guys, but this is was on taken before the days of digital cameras. Uh, and I don't I, I don't know where this picture is at. I know I have it, but it's packed away somewhere. But my children would ask, um, what's about this tattoo on your shoulders? <laughs> and it would be it's because they would have found this picture of my bare um large fat man back. And across the whole like upper part of my back, it was a very, very gangster, uh, like old script style tattoo that says G dub. I've seen this picture and it's amazing. <laughs> you saw that? Yes, you showed it to me at some point. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I never saw it. I couldn't tell you where it was, oh. but I've seen this and it's it's glorious. So this happened. This is, the story behind this picture is embarrassing because like seeing the picture and being like, oh, it's something it was. They know I don't have a tattoo now. OK, I don't have anything on my back now. And but, they'll know this because you're constantly shirtless all the time. <laughs> all the time. Always shirtless. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I'm imagining a future, though, where they find this picture and then they start thinking, have we ever seen? Have you ever seen dad without a shirt on? Does he have this? Tat- Has he been hiding this from us this whole does, time? Does he have a torso? I don't understand. <laughs> so, so, um, I don't know if you know what kava is. I do. I, I do. <laughs> Listeners who may not know what kava they are is, multicultural enough to understand. It, 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 it is a cool. it is a Polynesian. Um, I believe it is a root. Yeah, I think it is a root. Um. That Polynesians um, consume 
for let's let's say for ceremonial purposes. But it's like a tea, right? Like you boil it. <laughs> so, well, you don't boil it. What you do is you get a giant you you, you the way the kava and I use the term lightly, ceremony works. <laughs> the ceremony is basically just, hey, let's have a kava party. There's true there are kava ceremonies, so I'm not belittling that. That has happened at some point that, in time. That is a real thing, but but what I participated in was a quote unquote ceremony. <laughs> For all intents and purposes ceremony. <laughs> now, um what happens is a bunch of um guys sit around in a circle. And there's a guy in the center of the room with a giant bucket of water. And inside that bucket of water, he has a inside of a um, pantyhose. Very ceremonial pantyhose. Yeah, very <laughs> ceremonial pantyhose. Inside that ceremony panty, ceremonial pantyhose, he has put a ground up, uh, of, uh, ground up root of the kava plant. And then he he kind of knots it up so it's just in this bag that's that's you know he can the liquid goes through and he it's like a it's like a tea bag right it's like a giant tea bag made out of pantyhose and roots ceremonial <laughs> pantyhose tea bag <laughs> show title um <laughs> no one will listen they're to gonna this. be very confused uh, for like forty minutes for like why are we <laughs> am I allowed to listen to this one <laughs> um. And they massage it under the water. They massage the ceremonial pantyhose tea bag under the water in the bucket. And so it slowly leaches out the 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 chemicals and um I don't I don't say hallucinogens. I wonder how much THP It's not hallucinogenic per se, but whatever is in that. It root. releases your inhibitions is what it does. I'm gonna look it up while you continue to tell your story. So so what he will do then, that gentleman, is he will put it in a cup and you go around the circle and he he will give you kava. That's you know, that water. Um which uh surprisingly doesn't taste like pantyhose, but unsurprisingly tastes like uh like drinking mud. <laughs> like maybe soapy mud is what it tastes like. Um and the first couple drinks you have uh, at least the, my experience was that you don't really notice anything happening, but what you do notice is that, that, that everyone is th like, this is, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> we're, we're really having a lot of fun in this sitting in a circle here. And, uh, and then you start to realize that like uh bozo over there in the corner is like uh drooling <laughs> and you're like, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you you start to uh, try to tell him how 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 dumb he is that he's drooling. You can't quite make your mouth say the word drool. Comes out maybe like brool. <laughs> uh, and then you realize that your face is tingling at around <laughs> four cups of the coffee. <laughs> and basically, what you do is you just keep drinking this stuff. <laughs> and now. Now I have it that in a normal ceremony that you don't you don't use this to excess. In the quote unquote ceremony I was in, we we drank a lot of <laughs> kava, and people were passing out basically. Um, and it 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 basically has I, from what I hear I don't know because I don't drink so, but I hear it is a similar effect to consuming um alcohol for a lot of people um. It was uh, people were some people were laughing a lot, like they thought everything was this funny. Is, this is this is starting to make a lot more sense of how that how how your ceremonial ceremonial kava prepared with your ceremonial pantyhose led into you getting a, a tattoo. <laughs> so for me, I didn't really notice much effects other than my mouth getting numb and my face tingling and really having to pee. Um, until I woke up. And I realized that that I was like talking, like I came to myself, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and someone was drawing on my back, <laughs> and apparently, we'd all as a group come up with the idea that it would be cool to give me a back tattoo, in in like Sharpie, and so a fine Tongan gentleman <laughs> who was there, <laughs> uh, who used to be, he was a former crack dealer. 
gang member. Of course. So, I mean, this was a legit design on my back. <laughs> Gave me this uh, tattoo. And the, the problem is that the next day um, I had to be somewhere. And I was at the time a, uh, um, a Mormon missionary. So it was raining and I was wearing a white shirt. And so everyone could see my giant back tattoo. So that was um, fun because <laughs> it was like permanent marker. <laughs> that was a long story, but yep. if my kids ask me about that, I have to tell them that story and they'll be like, but why did you do that? Weren't you supposed to, wasn't that like a pretty strict kind of circumstance you were in? And wasn't that not really appropriate? And wasn't that like kind of racist that you were like, <laughs> like, bastardizing this like actual ceremony thing and um you're gonna have to look him straight in the eye and say unfortunately children the answer to all those questions is yes <laughs> yeah it's gonna be embarrassing all right so <clears throat> my answer to this um kind of defeats andrew's earlier hypothesis that we are just trying to make him look bad and ourselves look good because oh, finally <laughs> so in what was it the seventh grade i was in seventh grade when i was in seventh grade i was a bad person i mean just no doubt about it i was a bad person it's a really specific time to be a bad person well i mean um i think this is the opportunity where we have the picture of young adam <laughs> no. to show i wasn't in seventh grade then i was a better person by that point um but like i had just moved two times in as many years and so like i was kind of under a lot of stress and stuff but uh, I found a friend and me and this friend decided that the funniest thing in the world was dead baby jokes, which <laughs> they're still pretty funny, but <laughs> let me tell Future you, me wants to reiterate that. Yes, I know those are bad things and I know they're not funny anymore. I want to say this. They're like, still kind of funny. Future you is lying. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing that me and Aaron will sometimes come up with funny jokes <laughs> that are too inappropriate to share. I was just thinking about this. <laughs> and we will we'll text them to each other because we would we will appreciate it without offending anyone. And I would like to say that <laughs> there weren't very many baby dead baby jokes involved, but there's been more than like three or four. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, like, maybe once I tell my story, you guys will kind of come around to my point of view a little bit. So, in seventh grade, I had a social studies teacher, and he always started off the class with a couple of jokes. And sometimes he would run out of jokes, and so he would ask for jokes from the class. And mm, of middle school, it was always a good way. It was always a good way to start class, and I thought jokes were hilarious because we were in middle school, and it was better than him lecturing us about boring parts of history. So one day he asked for jokes from the class and I'm like, oh, I am so ready for this moment. I've been preparing all week. Now is my time to I've shine. Come up, I have so many dead baby jokes and it's definitely time to share my favorite one in front of my entire class of people and my Did teacher. you like stand up, stand up with like index cards? No. <laughs> I only had- <laughs> Like the big four by five ones or whatever. I wasn't are. doing a five minute set. There was just one joke. <laughs> all right, so- I raised my hand. He's like, Adam, let's hear a joke from you. And like previous to this, what everybody knew about me was that I was the straight list Mormon kid. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, this is the perfect moment. So I looked at him and I was like, this is the joke I told. I said, how many babies does it take to, to roof a house? And he was like, I don't know. Cause he didn't know what was coming. So he wasn't really suspicious of what I was asking him. <laughs> and I said, it depends on how thin you slice them. <laughs> And the entire class giggled and then was silent and horrified. <laughs> and then he just, he just looked at me and he was like this large kind of like blubbery man. And he took off his thick glasses and he just put his head in his hands and he was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then like, I could tell that I had affected him greatly because like he wasn't speaking for a while. And then he put his glasses back on and he looked me straight in the eye and he goes, my wife and I lost our first child as an infant. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Whoa. Oh, gosh. 
at that point you could have told the aristic the aristocrats <laughs> joke <laughs> and been better received. There's there's no redemption. Oh. I mean, like I I get him in like orange. You glad I didn't say banana? And he'd be like, that that's not gonna cover what you just did. <laughs> my 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 first wife was. A <laughs> So yeah, I I don't think I talked the rest of forever, and I mean I we had moved two times in his. <laughs> That's like a life scarring experience. Yeah, we had moved man. we had moved like two times in as many years, and I was like, I, I don't think I can get my family to move again, but that sure would be nice. <laughs> oh man, that's so bad. Oh, that's painful. So yeah, I don't tell dead baby jokes anymore. So <laughs> yeah, you, you just gotta pick your audience better. <laughs> What? I'm, um. I'm, yeah, only us. Feel free to tell us that baby jokes. Good thing you guys are the only people who can hear this. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so um, the answer would probably be the most inappropriate or most embarrassing question. Would probably be the same question that Adam asked earlier in this podcast. <laughs> me answering truthfully. I thought we had decided no. that you were lying. Yeah, I know. I'm just joking. I just thought that'd be funny for the callback. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> no, the, the the worst question that my future children could ask. Like, I came up with this question, but I realized, like, oh, I don't really have a good answer for this. I just thought, I just really wanted to hear your answers, and they've both been amazing. So it's been a win-win. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> uh, you have something. So um, <laughs> the worst question that I think they can ask is, Hey, so what did you do with your life during your early twenties? And the answer would be nothing. And like, no, like, did you work or go to school or anything like that? No, like I stared at a wall for like five years after high school. So like any advice to ask, like, hey, so what'd you do after high school? I'm like, nothing. I, I imagine no. your I imagine your future kids asking you this, like, Daddy, what did you do when you were like twenty? And you just look at him and you get up from your chair and you just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> just close the door behind you. They look at each other. What just happened? On your way out, you're like, I'm going to get cigarettes. And then you just never come back because you can't face your children. <laughs> this happens three times with three different families. Yes. To start. Just got another family. They don't ask stupid <laughs> questions. Oh, that would be bad for me too. I wasted a lot of time. I'm still like, I, I don't, I don't know what, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I still don't know. I feel like, I feel like if I do have kids, the music is going to have a lot of like explaining of like, you guys are a miracle. <laughs> like the fact that you're here is like a modern day parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> like this is proof of divine power because. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how it happened. I would just be like, well, I spent most of the first half of my 20s regretting this dead baby joke I told in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I was uh, in therapy for like four years working that out. As long as you don't ask how you met your mother and then go on for eight seasons without answering the question. <laughs> oh, that show's over. That's Thank goodness. Thing. It was funny for like an episode and a half. It was funny until I realized that like the character Barney Stinson wasn't going to like figure out that he's a terrible person. Right. It really bothered and me. And that like being a terrible person isn't that funny. I, for some reason I watched, I mean, all of, all of the seasons except the last one because they were on Netflix and I oh. was in college. Yeah. And like I got like I was I started getting into it. I was like, yeah, Barney Stinson, like he's a, he's a character and he's going through some character development, and like this is satisfying. And then they just like the next episode, they're just like, never mind. And I was like, oh, never right. mind. He's just still a misogynist idiot. Okay, yeah, never, I didn't like. Okay. Well, guys, don't worry because uh, Big Bang Theory is still a TV series. <laughs> uh, insert laugh track here. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. I really hope you do. Actually. <laughs> I'll do it. Write it down. Um, Make a note of it. Drop a marker. Laugh track goes here. Hey, we finished all the questions. Hey, we did a show. That was a show. We did it. That was a show. And I think we had more character development than How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> um. Hey, let's do some follow-up and feedback. 
I <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed the show. That's how it works. We just want to do some follow up and feedback. We don't have any like listener questions or anything this week. We don't have anything special. We're not opening the mailbag. No. Um. But but I I know that people want to know how was your podcation. We're just coming off of like what was that like a three week break? Yeah, it was something like that. So wow, this it felt a lot longer. <laughs> It feels like we haven't done this in like a year. Yeah. It's actually good though because it feels fresh again. Yeah, it feels good. Um, I took some finals. Oh, I did too. Mm. I think one of those weeks I didn't leave my room. <laughs> that was my spring break. Yeah. So, so during spring break, um, here in Idaho, everyone goes back home because it's Idaho. Because there is no spring in Idaho. <laughs> Spring doesn't happen until June. I decided I'm going to stay here over uh, spring break, and so I just sat by myself for a week. Was it like um? Was it like that movie where like the what is that movie called where the guy and the girl get like locked in Target? Oh, what's that called? You know what I'm talking about? I think oh, so. Yeah, there's fun. a movie. If it's not called, a movie, it should be. It does that? No, it is. It is for sure a movie. I don't know what it's called. Career opportunities. I don't know. It's not important. <laughs> yeah, it's career opportunities. Anyway. <laughs> So it's a John Hughes movie. No, it's not like that. Jennifer Connelly. Right. Now I know exactly what movie you're talking about. All I have to say is Jennifer Yeah. Connelly. I feel like everyone's gone. So you just like run the school. You know what I mean? You're just like, <laughs> is, it's like last man on earth kind of situation. I go to Taco Bell. I'm the only person there. What <laughs> but it's surprisingly because there's a lot more old people during spring break. Cause like they know the kids aren't around. So like they like come out. <laughs> they come out of their holes. <laughs> So I go to the grocery store because usually I go to the grocery store and there's like all these college students there because they need food. They eat sometimes. Um, but this taste, I thought I was going to go and there could be no one there. But no, it was just all old people like they knew. It was like the, <laughs> they look they look back. like <gasps> It was like the returning of the swallows from uh, Capistrano. It was like they came like on time all together. Do you think that they have like an old person call? Like one person peeks out and there's no youngins around. So like, we can go out there. God, it's safe for us. We can drive as fast a, as a, we want on the roads. Or as slow as we want. <laughs> I have a feeling it's a newsletter. We can write as many checks as we want in the checkout line. It's like a carrier pigeon system. <laughs> yeah. There's just a telegram that gets sent to everyone. <laughs> yeah. So that was my break. The children are gone. Stop. They're on spring break. Stop. We can go to the grocery store now. Stop. Oh, so you just, that sounds, you know, it's so pathetic, but that sounds amazing. It was actually kind of nice for like the first three or four days. <laughs> I am, I've become such a bum. I don't, I just, I, and I'm unappalled. Like, I really like, I know I should feel bad, but I don't, I don't care. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to do anything. And I'm fine with that. I ended up uh, great. buying Skyrim for my computer. Oh. That was fun. Oh man. True story. For like maybe like three months, I thought that well, that was called Scrim. <laughs> <laughs> Scrim. That's a weird choice. Of I was name. like, with the Y in there, it was supposed to, I don't know, some sort of like elvish tongue. Scrim. Scrim. Do you play the Skyrim? Anyway, so um, feedback that people I, want to listen I didn't to. Do, I didn't do anything at all. I just worked. I, my life went on normally, but it was nice to not... Not have to worry too much about the podcast, but it's still, I'm very glad to be back. I did start to miss it though. I was like, I did. I I have jokes to tell. So I missed you guys. Oh, I missed you guys. We didn't really talk that much. I think we were sick of each other. I was, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not lying. I talked to Andrew. I was a lot. sick for yeah. a week, like physically <laughs> ill. So there's that. I just felt, well, see, I would try to talk to you. I would try to reach out with you, reach out to you. But every time you respond, I could tell you were like having like some sort of, like breakdown or something. So I couldn't. Just, yeah. I was in crisis mode for most of those three weeks. So yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. Well, um, we'll have nothing else to talk about. This season's going to be good. Unlike all those other seasons. As long as I managed to not talk about my depression very much. <laughs> I don't know. Man. And then laugh track. You know? <laughs> <laughs> laugh track the whole thing. Uh, so I was depressed for I'm a few excited. weeks and then laugh track. Oh man, I I kind of want like a little like you know those like little toys that you can carry around where you flip it over and it makes like a moo cow sound. Yeah, <laughs> what? I kind of want one of those. Like you turn it over and it goes. Mmm. Yeah, I kind of want one of those, where it's, but it's just like canned <laughs> laughter. I don't even know what this toy is you're talking. Are you sure, about? it's like a tube or like a <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> 
gosh. Like a kaleidoscope? It's it's not it's not really movies? that long. It's like it's like half the half the height of an actual can, but you just turn it over and there's like there's some weight in the middle that runs air through some sort of series of holes that sounds that. like a moo cow. Moo can. It's called a moo box. Oh, I'm looking at country moo cans. No, it's a moo box. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, no, I thought I, I thought I thought I did. I thought we were talking about those cans that go moo, but I mean apparently mm. not. Moo cans. This will never make it into the podcast. Thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us. Go to 3G3Q.co slash rate to leave your review, and you can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3G3Q.co slash subscribe. You can find show notes for this episode at 3G3Q.co slash 401, and we'd love to hear from you. So tweet your questions with the hashtag Ask3G. Leave a voicemail or text at 760-881-4382, or go to 3G3Q.co slash ask to submit it via tumblr um where can people get a hold of you guys yeah so (laughs) if you would like to contact me i will most likely contact you back if you hit me up on the twitter and i am a underscore sav i'm on twitter at that adam kid and i know enough about technology to not call it the twitter Mm. dude i know where you live i will will hire someone that lives in your room named zach (laughs) to kill you (laughs) Whoa. Hey, I'm on Twitter at Aaron L. M. Goodwin, and that's also me everywhere. Instagram. Just life in general, really. YouTube. That's because of my name. I'm everywhere. Find me. Uh, let's, let's, let's link up. Let's link up on Let's a get on LinkedIn. Board. I can send you my other, LinkedIn contact. Other than that, I'm on there on LinkedIn too, pro <laughs> podcaster. Um, other than that, goodbye. Have a great day. And remember to question everything. So I started my new job two weeks ago mm-hmm. and it's pretty awesome. Don't, don't talk about it too much. Cause we have, we have fault. Fo- we want to save it for follow up. Right. Oh, right. No, right? it's not that interesting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not that good. It's like, no one really wants to hear about it. <laughs> like, like, honestly, like it's, it's 90% watching Netflix and oh. waiting for things to happen. And it's Sounds like my kind of job. It's pretty awesome. Like, I'm glad I took the pay cut instead of going back home and working at Five Guys because I've been stressed out and hated life. And But I just sit and convert analog video into digital and have to watch that. And that video that you posted uh-huh. of the dancing, what year What what, what year was that 2004. from? 2004. Oh, it seemed like it was from 1970, <laughs> right? <laughs> no. I should have, there was this other video yesterday that I should have t- taken a poster of, or a picture of, but my boss was there and I didn't know if he was going to appreciate it or not. But it was like a 1994, no, it probably earlier than that, like 93 video about basketball offense. <laughs> <laughs> like those old infomercials. Remember those? Like, like the baseball <laughs> player, but this is basketball. Yeah. And the coach was like this guy from like New Jersey with a super thick accent, this white guy. And he was like using this slang. That I had never heard before. He's like, take it to jail. Take it to jail. Wide body, wide body. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. Yes. <laughs> take it to take jail. Take it to jail. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Somehow, I, like, I feel like that's probably racist. Well, it was to know. a black kid, so. <laughs> <clears throat> take him to jail. Like, what? Uh, how come you never said that to any <laughs> other players? That just means take it to the hoop, obviously. You've never heard that term before? Take it to jail. <laughs> Take it to prison. Incarcerated. Are we still talking about basketball? <laughs> Three strikes. You're in jail. <laughs> he kept saying wide body over and over again. Wide body. <laughs> Just make your body wide. I'm like, I, that's, I understood what that meant. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. <clears throat>
<clears throat> All right. Well, hey, let's talk about what, how we're going to do the show now. Um, yeah, I think with the format change, we're going to start off talking about some sensitive topics. We're going to touch on the Baltimore riots and then just go right on into um, gay marriage. And we're just going to, you know, you know, touch on it. And then we're going to probably level off with uh, Boko just, Haram. Just alienate anyone who's ever listened to us. <laughs> hey, um, I made Glenn Beck sign Andrew WK to a podcast. Did you guys hear about that? No, I didn't. No. When I was on Better Know a Jackal, there was one of the questions was who should have a podcast that doesn't? And I said Andrew WK for sure, because he's awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Today, I saw a news release that the Blaze Network is going to do a radio show slash podcast of Andrew WK. So you're saying he's a listener. I'm pretty sure Glenn Beck is, is a fan of mine. I'm sorry. And I don't know what to think about that. You should probably be upset. <laughs> you should probably be taking a shower right now. I okay. I swear so, I saw on Twitter today that Andrew WK was coming on like the Eureka podcast or something. I swear I saw that. Wait, really? It, I might have been delirious. I don't know. He needs to come on our podcast. I would love to have Andrew WK on. I'm the I'm the one who influenced him to do this whole thing. It would be amazing. He could teach me how to party. And then he would be like, oh Adam, God. you already party. Partying is in your what heart, we, not what you do. What, what if we what if we had an episode where it was uh Andrew Andrew Hooster like a rooster was guesting Andrew Savage was hosting it, and Andrew WK came on as a guest. And it was three Andrews, three questions. I feel like that's not even our show anymore. You've just, you've created a, a, a new, show. new show. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Part of the three the three G network. <laughs> I think there's already. We should come up with fake announcements. There's already a three G network. I think what we need to do <laughs> is we need to create a name for the network our show is on. <laughs> just say it's on a network and never mention it any other place or time yeah. oh, and we'll just keep making references to it <laughs> but no, how we're only references we make is like in the intro and the outro well, yeah exactly that's what I mean like, like it's a real thing <laughs> what should we call it I don't it? know but my hope is that it'll become a real thing after a while you're listening to the three guys three questions hosted on the conundrum network Quandry, quandry conundrum. <laughs> quandry conundrum. We quandry conundrum are synonyms. You can't like use one to describe the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That bothers me. I'm gonna put my foot down on that. I was like, oh, that's man, not gonna happen. Conundrum. Mm, too many syllables, maybe. Posit. Ha! <laughs> Posit network. Posit. <laughs> because it's also a direction about what you should do when you listen to our show. <laughs> okay. The National Posit Podcast Network. Posit. International, not national. International, international Posit, Posit Podcast Network. Podcast IPPN. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Our bosses at IPPN are really happy that we've decided to name them. <laughs> Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions on the... Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm doing this. We'd like to thank IPPN for picking us up for our th fourth season. We look forward to their patronage. Wait, you can't say IPPN network. Yeah, it's just IPPN. Didn't I just say IPPN? No, but you said the IPPN network. So you said I'm, network twice. Sorry, I'm a bad person. It's like an ATM machine. Yeah. Well, we can't say IPPN, so we're going to say on the... The international, um, international positive podcast network. Oh man, we're gonna have to make a logo. Put it on the website. <laughs> um, I just downloaded a free trial of um, Illustrator, so I might try to make a logo. You should do it. <laughs> First time Illustrator user logo. That sounds about right for uh, something called the International Positive Podcast Network. I guess I I've do used it, it like all the time in the world. Three work, or four so. times in the past. You know what? We should actually start out with saying, with uh, with saying, you're listening to the International Podcast po Posit Podcast Network. <laughs> Let's do a soundbite that we put on the top. How does that? that you're good? listening to the International Posit Oops. Podcast Network. Oh man, we should. I, I wish. 
Okay, say it, say it, say it one more. We'll have we'll have Adam. Wait, we're all gonna say it, and I'm gonna cut it to make it sound like like radio, super radio <laughs> scuzz bag. Should we, should we do it in different, like a harmony or something? <laughs> oh, I can know. <laughs> You're listening to the International Positive Podcast Network. International Podcast Network, and just do it all in harmony, like those stupid. I, so here's the only problem with that pan and plan is that I don't know how to harmonize. <laughs>